0: Are you looking for someone to do a dreaded painting project? I'm talking about residential and or commercial. Look no further and contact Maccabee Painting. These guys have been around for 15 years with 29 years of experience. The owner, Benji, is a third-generation painter and knows his stuff. They can also take care of all of your pressure washing needs or deck repairs and staining. Again, if you're looking for someone to come and do an amazing painting job, either residential or commercial, if you got pressure washing needs or you just need your deck repaired and stained, call Maccabees Painting at 864-395-9744. Not a jack of a lot of trades, but definitely a master of one. Again, that number is 864-395-9744. And tell them that the guys from a Checkered Pass podcast sent you.
1: For all your automotive and heavy equipment, foreign and domestic, alternators and starter needs, Contact Gene's Alternator and Starter. Tell them that you heard about it on the Checker Pass podcast. Give them a call at 864 246 3036. It's Gene's Alternator and Starter.
2: Welcome to history.
1: Hey, race fans, you're in the Call Double Law Injury Lawyer Studio. We've been out a few weeks. It's a little production issues. You're in the Call Double Law Injury Lawyer Studio this week. Uh, Glad to have you back. Um, Welcome to Checker Pass Podcast, if I left that part out. Um, Got Heath Evans and Dale Tire and my lovely bride, Miss Crystal. We're all in here. Um, We're doing a little season-ending show. Uh, We've had, with the holidays and everything, we've had some tough time scheduling folks and stuff to that nature so we are we're gonna come on and do a kind of a highlight talk about a few things and talk about some things maybe coming up you know during the off season we may we may pop in and surprise and do a little show here and there if we can get some folks worked into it so we'll uh see what we can do there but like i said we're in the double law injury Lawyer studio presented by autobank rv sales and services if you guys are needing a Nice motorhome, RV, camper of such. Uh, give Blair a call over at uh, Auto Bank. It's 864-747-5034. He has um, some high-end stuff over there. Some, we went by there yesterday and checked out some stuff. Uh, uh, Great-looking equipment and r v sitting over there. Uh, so if you want to do any traveling these holidays, holidays or anything, Go over and check them out and see what their selection is, if it fits your needs. So, uh, we're going to get into Dale's Victory Devotion by Morgan Motor Company.
0: Is buying a car something you don't look forward to because of the high-pressure salespeople? Don't let yourself be pressured. When you contact Morgan Motor Company Incorporated, you always deal with a Morgan. This means no high-pressure sales pitch, no high overhead costs, that's passed down to you and savings you can bet on. Morgan Motor Company has been serving the upstate of South Carolina for over 60 years. Give them a call today, 864-242-6684, or visit Morgan Motor Company and see how they can save you money and tell them the guys from a Checker Paths podcast sent you.
1: Good evening, Dale. How are y'all doing? It seems like it's been forever. It's been a while. Uh, too long. We kind of get used to the every week thing yeah. and then get off... Kind of off schedule and it's yeah, a little I, strange.
3: I enjoyed the every week
1: thing. It's just kind of odd
2: not
3: not coming over here on Wednesday or Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday night or whatever.
2: It's good seeing you. How's retirement going? It's, it's a little <laughs> easy.
3: I've, I've slept probably at about 7 o'clock two nights or two mornings this week. So.
2: Oh, it's hard life.
4: <laughs>
3: went uh, hiking today with uh, well, me and the one dog went hiking yesterday. And then me and the wife and all three dogs went hiking a little bit today. Where'd you go hiking at? Uh, down toward uh, Is the Queen of Lake. Okay. Down there, there's a good logging road down to the lake, and it's a good. It's not a strenuous hike, and the dogs just they love it. So. we well,
1: stay active.
3: Oh yeah, that's what I'm gonna try to do. Stay active. Stay doing doing something. She's got him a Mahoney list, oh, yeah. too. I, I told her I wasn't working <laughs> this week, so next week it might be on. Can't get over the the glasses. That's my Dollar Tree specials. So.
1: I should. I've I've got glasses now. I haven't been wearing them like I need to, but I could probably see y'all a little better. (laughs) Probably could.
3: Well, my devotion this week is titled Hand Signals. When you're out driving on the road, either in the city or moving down the highway 15 to 25 miles per hour over the speed limit, every once in a while you'll see directional hand signals in use. For examples, at a four-way stop, drivers often signal other drivers that it is their turn to move ahead. Some drivers still use the old hand signals for turning left, right, or stopping. Sometimes old habits die hard. And we've all seen kids signaling a truck they're passing to give them a blast on the horn. Maybe you've done it when you were a kid. One form of hand signal that is universally understood no matter where you are, on the street or on the track, is the one-finger salute. It is most widely used during times of dissatisfaction with the, another driver. When this hand signal is given in the heat of competition on the track, the meaning is quickly known. Some people treat, some people greet their friends with this hand signal. Other friend, our, or our friend, Benny Brazil, is famous for communicating this way. When, and when fans give Denny Hamlin the double one-finger salute, he jokes that they are flashing 11s, which is his car number, Race car drivers have their own set of hand signals. In the heat of competition and tension of the race, such communication is vital to maintaining safety on the track. All drivers know how to use hand signals to get a message across to other drivers, even while traveling at high speeds. During such times, the simple gestures that drivers use are critical in signaling to others on the track just what their intentions are. Two of the most critical times for the use of hand signals is when a driver is slowing down, to exit the track for Pit Road or when he sees something unfolding ahead of him and wants to alert, alert the driver behind him. Former NASCAR drivers Darrell Waltrip and Lake Speed and their wives have been close friends both on and off the track for many years. They share a faith in Jesus Christ. A long time ago, these two men devised their own secret hand signal to communicate something very special. Imagine your hand laying flat, palm up, and then roll your finger roll your fingers up to make a cup of the sort that, you've, that you'd that you make if you were using your hand to dip water from the, from a stream. This was a hand signal D.W. and Lake Speed shared when they wanted to remind each other that they were blessed, that their cups were full. Now take that same hand signal and turn it upside down. This was the signal between D.W. and Lake to demonstrate that things were not going well. When one would make this signal, it was a clue to the other one that his friend needed prayer. Without saying a word, they could communicate with each other that things were not going well or going really bad. These two friends would exchange these signals when walking past each other in the infield, walking through the garage, and even racing around the track. That hand signal has been a vital part of a friendship that exists to this day. Darrell Waltrip and Lake Speed's hand signals remind us of the value of having a friend in Christ who knows you, one who can pray for you and about you, lifting you up and regularly before God. How about you? Do you have a friend who can share your concerns and your victories? Let us pray. Lord, thank you for friends who can understand us even when we don't speak. They know us well enough to read our body language and hand signals. You give us the ability to communicate silently. Please keep the racing community safe across the country as they entertain the fans at the big season ending races. If anyone out there does not know where they will spend eternity when they die, please contact me, and I will take my Bible and show you how you can be assured of a victorious future in heaven. In Jesus' holy
1: name I pray, amen. Amen. So I'm going to give Mr. Brazil a little plug. So <laughs> Any of you race fans that are out cruising the upstate of South Carolina, if you see a, a plumbing truck, Furman Brazil Plumbing, be sure to give a, blow the horn. And uh, give give old Benny. He'll be driving that one ton truck. Give old Benny the one finger wave. <laughs> that's he, right. He loves it. That's uh that's his calling card. I guess you can say. He told me that
3: I, he felt comfortable enough with me, even being the chaplain, to give it to me. So <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: that man is a clown. Oh, uh, see, so guys, we like I said we've been off for a few weeks, uh, really trying to figure out what we wanted to do and what was going to work and uh, mm-hmm. go on. Um, We had a really cool show planned, and uh, I j- I just don't think it's gonna work out right now. Uh We're gonna we'll, we'll try to hit it, you know, during the off season. But um, it's gonna be something that all of you guys would love. It's it's a really cool it's, show.
2: It's pretty big, and it takes a lot of moving
1: parts, and you know, getting everyone scheduled on the on the same page and all that. There's probably I would say there's anywhere from four to eight, nine, maybe ten people that we were going to involve in this one podcast. Um excluding ourselves you know individuals to sit down and talk so um it'd be several several shows involved in that one i i really think it would probably be if we can get these boys wound up like i know we can um it'd be a two or three episode show you ever get them started that i don't
3: i think it'll just roll yeah <laughs> and, build up, build off of the story before it They're and all of the
1: all of the guys are really cool guys and um i don't want to talk too much about it but it's it's a really cool show, and it's going to be something that any of you race fans in the upstate, um, you'd want to tune tune in and listen to. And they've uh,
0: already agreed to do it. It's just yes, the holidays the, and the, the the logistics. The guys
1: have agreed to do it, so we didn't like something. We're just pumping up. It's it's going to be. Is, is there going to be some Miller Lite on the table? <laughs> um, it might even be some moonshine, you know. <laughs> bro, You don't F- know fireball. Uh, (laughs) absolutely not i cannot The sheriff said no (laughs) that's right yes there'll be no steve will not be involved involved in any fireball on the table um but looking forward to doing it um i know the guys are really excited about doing it like i say they just these vacations and and just you know it's that time of the year it's beginning of november it's holidays and um christmas and thanksgiving all that's going on so it's it's going to be cool cool when we do do it it's um i'm super excited and can't wait and then we're going to do it at a remote location as well so that's what's even going to make it Mm -hmm. more um memorable and we're going to be on site and have some video too yeah we got got some cool things working for it so hunter's got something in the plans (laughs) he uh he definitely does he's uh he's definitely got some things going on um So, we started out the year, we we tossed this idea around last November. I believe I introduced, uh, we sent a Facebook page off in, I think, November 28th or something last year. So, we're coming up on our one-year birthday for this little show. Um, And and first and foremost, I want to thank everybody that was involved. Um, Christy Smith Palmer, she was involved in helping us launch it. Uh, My wife, Crystal, uh, Hunter, Dale... Um, and, and my co-host and I, I, I do miss this fellow being on here. Uh, I want to bring him, you know, I want to mention him, Mark Turner. He was, he was huge in helping us kick this show off and, and, uh, love to have him back. But I think we had, we just had some scheduling conflicts. Yeah. He, he done he, the, he's in Phoenix right now. Yeah. So. He, he done the, um, you know, the midsummer deal the summer shootout at Charlotte. So, so we just had some scheduling problems with, with him getting on and, and uh, you know it, it happens. We 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 had talked about it when we even started talking about creating the show that we might have a little issues on dates and stuff like that. So hopefully, maybe in the future we can get him back on and oh yeah, and uh, come in. You know, sometimes because he's uh, definitely got a he's got he's got a notebook full of oh, yeah. things with, with with racing, and he he's he's a good personality to bring in with it. He's got more hero cards than anybody I know. Oh yeah, And he's always got that notebook, <laughs> looking he's, for an autographs. He is. He's a so um, you know like I said, I want to give a shout out to Mark Turner. He's he's the mayor of Greenville Pickens. Um, he come in come in with us over the, you know when we started this deal and kicked it off, and uh, he was a big part of launching the Checker Pass podcast. So I want to thank Mark for coming on and his contribution. And let's hope we can get it back in here and have a voice, you know, a time or two, before, you know, in the future with him. So. I'm sure we're going to have somebody or a few somebodies in here that he'll want to sit down and, knowing him, he'll be on the edge of the seat and come off with his one liners. <laughs> yep. But uh, that was uh, that was fun. It was it was cool. You know, thinking about doing the podcast and and you know, Christy told me she said, "Well, we need Dale." So, well, and, I'm glad and, she did. And I've uh, enjoyed it. It it had stretched me beyond because.
3: I think tonight will be twenty eight. The twenty eighth show, mm-hmm. so that means that's twenty eight devotions
2: I've come up with. You no, know, Dale, Dale is is quintessential to yeah. this podcast because a it's the the devotion. I mean, I always get something out of it whenever I go back and re listen to to the podcast. And then b he's he knows a lot about a lot inside of the the, the local grassroots racing.
1: Well, he gets to he, he Dale gets to get in with each driver. Yep, being the chaplain and you know building trust with each by, mm-hmm. each person, and he gets a little bit of insight that we probably don't know, and sometimes he can share it with us. And yep.
3: sometimes <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah. He got a client privilege. Yeah, <laughs> you know somebody posted something on Facebook Friday about how many racetracks has everybody been to. So I posted on there I, as of Friday I'd been to fifty one racetracks. Oh, wow! And Saturday Martinsville made fifty two. So. Wow, the most I've seen was nineteen and twenty, but I've,
1: I mean, I've been to fifty-two racetracks all over. That's unreal. Yeah, I've never really thought about how many I've Mm-mm. been to. I know it. I, I doubt I would hit the twenties. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I mean, it probably. Yeah. I I'm, I think it's been more than a dozen if you count NASCAR and local racing.
1: Yeah, between here and Florida, yeah. Huh? That's something for me to think about. I hadn't. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't really thought about it to be honest with you. I've I've tried to tell my kids because they always want to and they know how bad I hate NASCAR racing on Sunday NASCAR racing, and they'll always want to drag me to to, uh, the the tracks, and I'm like, I'm not going. I've been all the way around, you know, the block with these, and I'm not going to these, and I don't like these cars, and I'm not going. But somehow I'm usually the one driving on there.
0: You need to feel privileged that they, they still think you're cool. They want to <laughs> hang out with you. So you need to put your yep, big right. boy underwear on and just
1: That's do right. It. We need to get them into college football or something. I can go to Clemson right down the road. <laughs> mm. Yeah, what happened at Clemson? <laughs> I, I, I didn't say anything about their being my favorites or anything to that nature. I just said <laughs> we can go there. Well, I tell you what, you would love, both of y'all would love
2: going to New Smyrna Speedway Been in, there. Uh, in Volusia County. Been in one County. Of my 52 I was I was raised about forty five minutes from there and then uh Bithlow, Orlando Speed World. Right never, outside never of Orlando. Oh, I've my been to, gosh. Been to Volusia. Yep. Yep. I actually went drag racing at uh at Bithlow and then they got the little little bull in the ring, a little short track. I don't know if it's an eighth of a mile, three eighths of mile, it's a mile it's a short little track. My dad raced one time out there, so uh but y'all would definitely get a kick out of that. They brought the school buses, and the school buses yep. did the figure eight thing, oh man. and it
1: was it was a mess for weeks on end down there. Those folks are special. Yes. <laughs> to do yes. figure eight racing, they're special. Yes. Well, I want to give a shout-out before we get too far into the show. We traveled to Tri-County Motor Speedway in yes. Granite Falls, North Carolina, this past weekend, and if you haven't been to Tri-County Motor Speedway, treat yourself to probably hands-down one of the top-tier – Short track, local race tracks in the country. That place is phenomenal. It's, it's mind blowing. Uh, the Higgins have really done a great job with that place, and um, it, it's like clockwork. When you, when you get there and they tell you you're going out on the track at three forty nine, you better be in line at three forty nine, <laughs> or you're not going. <laughs> and uh, just the whole speedway is top notch. Everything. I mean, they're all the everything there. They're lighting the the bathrooms, the 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 Concessions, the the competitors. There's, I didn't see a bunch of bickering between a bunch of people. It doesn't seem like a lot of drama. Everybody, you know, everything's cut and dry. You know, they could use another record because uh, the street stock race. They was, I think, they had 18 cars, and I think from seventh place back crashed oh. it at one time. Oh, so that poor record driver worked his butt off. But um, like I say, that place is
3: well. That's not one of my 52, but I have been there. But the lights went out in the first turn. That was before the Higgins got it. Oh, The lights went out in the middle of one all the way through two. And they tried putting trucks on the infield on the <laughs> and shining it on it, but that didn't work.
1: <laughs> you told us that yep. story, but I didn't realize yep. it was.
3: That was where it was at. So they had to send everybody home. Oh, so, Lord. It was a Southeast super truck race.
1: Mm. Wow. So- we have a loyal listener, uh Keith Bush. He's out of, I believe, Virginia. And he commented on my Facebook post, and went a picture of us all of going, and he was talking about, I hope that isn't Ken driving, that y'all always talking about. So, Good luck. Yeah, so Keith, um Ken was driving, coming home, and it was about a two-hour and 40-minute 40, 40 ride home, and we made it home in just under two hours, if that tells you how fast we come home. He kept it straight at 55 the whole way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was uh, a treat for sure. But it was good to. It was good. I tell you, the driver fell out of the seat and he he got <laughs> tired. It was a twenty five lap race and on lap twenty, I just I had a straightaway lead on the fourth place car and with five to go, and I finished fourth. I fell. I mean, I was give out. Too many of these white fudge Oreos have done it. <laughs> That'll do it. They're they're good
2: though. Sardines.
1: <laughs> Uh, our, our Walgreens managers got her on the hot list. Well, I, I proposed to a lady up there uh, this past weekend at, at, at Tri-County. Um, Our friends Charlie and Billy Moon, they come up there, and Charlie whips out a box of so these white fudge Oreos. And without hesitating, I said, will you marry me?
2: <laughs> we was
1: all in the trailer laughing and cutting up about it. But Now, I- she did violate
2: the rule, though. Isn't that before Halloween? You can't break them things up before <laughs> Halloween. Come on, after First do you have a pallet of those things
1: you got a pallet of everything else in this garage um i'm working on an Nabisco contract now so we can start having these things in that way i that way i'll have to buy lead for our race cars we'll have i'll be 600 pounds before we know it
2: <laughs> now all lifts that way
1: yeah the real question is
2: do you freeze them or do you not freeze them they're and, not
1: here in my house long enough to be
2: frozen <laughs> listen you got to put them in the freezer i'm telling you Oh my gosh, they taste so much better in the in the freezer.
0: I just want both of y'all to know you can kiss my butt. And I'm giving you the Beanie Brazil. <laughs> she's giving us right the Debbie Hamlins. So Listen,
1: I, I talk about a lot of things about being proud of, but she's over here talking. My wife has lost right at fifty pounds in four months. Um am I correct? Forty
0: one. That's, well, that's well, nine
1: pounds from 50, isn't it? Well, listen, we're not supposed
2: to comment on a woman's weight. I, but you, you, she looks <laughs> no, like she's. I'm very proud of her, smaller. and
1: I think she needs a little recognition. Yeah, and oh I'm yeah. sorry, this is a racing podcast, but she's sitting here. You did good.
0: <laughs> Thank you. You did and we're good. I'm it's proud. hard with, with, with Oreos sitting all over the place. <laughs> yeah,
1: when well, she's got a fat husband that carries a box of Oreos around all the time, she's having a struggle. Or either I'm sitting there beside of her at not eating banana pudding ice cream. <laughs>
2: Listen, the the diet goes out the window between November and January first. Yeah. It's okay. No, oh, not
1: no. with her. She won't. <laughs> she's she's dead on it. She eats strictly what she <laughs> eats. And but but the whole time I'm eating these things, I'm telling her, God, it's so nasty. You don't want to <laughs> <of> this crap. <laughs> Look, I,
0: I, I got a wake up call from my blood work, so I don't want to I don't want to pass away at an early age. So
1: that's right. That's right. Absolutely. So we're going to get on track here. Um, so, with announcing our, our show back in the off season, and, and we started, well, I think we recorded our first show. Um, it was mid January because our first guest um, is Xfinity in the championship for the Final yep. Four in Xfinity. Uh, our first guest was Marty Lindley, and uh, he was fresh to. Freshly going to work for Junior Motorsports at the time to be Sam Mayer's crew chief, mm-hmm. and eleven months later, he's in the championship four at Phoenix with Sam Mayer, and uh, I believe they've won three races this year or four. Yep, I think so, three or four road courses and ovals too. Yes, mm-hmm. we we were at the roval for the spanking they put on. That was God, I love that. That tickled me so. Um. I'm not, I am know Marty, you know, I mean, he come in and we talked and every now and then we'll text. And, man, it was just proud to know that, you know, I know that dude on that pit box and, you know, he's out here. Yep. He's out there in, you know, the elite team. He's, he's had a significant impact on Sam Mayer. Yeah. You,
2: in the the maturing, you know, bringing him along, keeping his, him, his cool in
1: check and not getting out of line. So. Absolutely. Well, like we were talking before we went on air, Sam's had a little coaching along the way, you know. He's had some good coaches, shall yes. I say. He had veteran local crew chief uh, Lee McCall. He come through Greenville Pickens several years ago and won a bunch of late model races. And if I'm not mistaken, he was probably did he run the whole season at Greenville? I don't know because he didn't finish into
3: points, so I don't yeah. know. I don't know. He I don't know if he was been. running
1: elsewhere. He may have just been hitting some of the ones that they wasn't when they weren't out of town at the bigger tracks or whatever. They still got
3: ties to Greenville Pickens. So yes, that's, that's pretty um, cool. And I would always, I've always carried the scanner with me, and I'd always listen to him and Lee. Hearing Lee talk to him, well, hearing Lee talk to all of his drivers over the years, I mean, he'd tell, he'd tell them where they He'd try to tell them the Marty Ward line, you know, park it more, go up I, higher, and then come down. You so, know,
1: I haven't never thought about that. I'd love to, I'd love to hear Lee on. And the Lee, is, radio. Lee is,
3: Lee is. Calm, even killed, he don't get excited I, there he had one driver out there one time. I'm not gonna call any names, but he finally <laughs> said, Can somebody please wake them up? Evidently they don't know they don't hear what I'm saying because they're not doing what I'm telling. <laughs> wow <So. laughs> they didn't make it so dang
0: um I think the coolest part about having Marty on was that he was on our podcast. He could have been on another podcast, and yep, he didn't want to so I think that's pretty cool. He could
1: have yep. been on a Dell Junior download, yes. And he was later. He did go yeah. on later, and you know he's one of his dad's doors. Um, the pictures there of the sixteen doors. Mm-hmm. One of those actual doors is on the wall in Dell Junior's studio. So it's it's pretty cool that um that he he did do that and carried it up there. But it was it was pretty awesome to have Marty in and talk about his career, and then you know he talked to us about his up and coming season, and then you know here we are, like I say, eleven months later, and and by George, I know he's got oh yeah a couple of huge race fans right here in Greenville, yeah. for sure that um, is rooting for him and Sam to get that championship and take back the Well, I went to
3: uh, went to Martinsville compliments of Marty this past weekend. I went with his brother in law, and his brother in law called him on the way up there. It's probably eight thirty. Marty was laying in bed this past Saturday morning, laying in bed working on the computer, working on the setup, <laughs> and for uh, Josh Berry. Because I guess he works on all of them, but he said oh, they, he already wow. had theirs, their set up in the computer, wow. and he was working on
1: Josh's. Huh. So well, I knew he and Josh were were pretty close. Oh, yeah. They, you know, with the late model program, yep. I heard Josh several occasions mention Marty Lindley yep. through that. So mm. that's uh, that's pretty awesome that uh, that Marty. So you know, he's highly respected. They, they, everybody thinks he's a good guy. I, I um. Always revert back to him, and it's not all about it. But always, I've always heard good things about his dad. So he's a reflection of his dad. So that's a good honor for him, something to be for him to be proud of. So he's actually a good dude. He's oh yeah, Marty Lindley's a good dude. I tell you, (laughs) (laughs) he's on that list. He's on the list. He's on my list of good dudes. Yeah. Um.
2: I told Dale that for his birthday. I'm like, "You're a quote good dude." That's what Steve would say. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, Dale knows he's on my good dude. Yes, too. Yep. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so, like I say, uh, good luck to Marty and Sam as, mm-hmm. as they travel out to Phoenix. Uh, I'm sure they're probably already there, being Thursday as we're recording. Yep. So, um, so our next guest uh, we had on was Terry Thurston, and um, that boy, he's something. I think we could have had Terry on yes. for three or four or five more hours. He could have probably have been our longest show ever. Probably. But I, know, wow.
3: I know he talked and talked and talked and you talked to his wife the next day and she said he's still
1: talking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She messaged me the next morning and said he's still, his lips was moving when he was going out the door. <laughs> he, uh, he actually texted me a few weeks ago. He had a couple of good ideas. He wanted to get a couple of dirt track guys on and had a couple of good ideas. And, he hit. It was after the fact, but with our last guest, yeah. um, Gary Ramsey and Gary Superfly. And, and Superfly, he said, "I wish I would have known. He could have come on and been a a co-host because he had personal ties with those folks, and it would have probably really that show might have went on for days. Yep, that would been a I wish I could have made it for
2: that one. Those, those two gentlemen. They I listened were, to it driving crazy. Through. Oh crazy.
1: my <laughs> god. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I have heard stories and stories and stories about Superfly, and um. He's entertaining. Yes. I mean, and
2: the way that they stayed friends even after Oh yeah. Forty everything. years. Yeah. Forty years still friends.
0: I don't think no. I don't think the podcast did any justice of being in the room no. and just seeing their looks and how they were looking at each other and it was it's pretty, pretty there was pretty a couple of quiet
2: moments in between statements
3: and whenever I was driving were looks it, going
1: I, on. Can, <laughs> I can I could tell there was something going yes. on. And and that would be the cool part. See the about the podcast, you wanna be a you wanna hear it like a radio show. But it would be cool to do, like, a YouTube video, too, yeah. because to get to see, especially when you have two guys sitting here feeding off each other, to see what goes on between them two is it's comical. Um, that that would be a cool addition yep. if we could do some little. Well, especially whenever you take your little cars here and do a little
2: illustration of about <laughs> the vehicles flipping over. Yeah. It would be really great if it was on video to show
1: people. Yeah. James didn't. I guess we'll talk about that later in the show. Yeah, I was gonna say. Speaking yeah.
0: of dirt, our next gift that we had on there, Newman.
1: Yeah, Newman Fresnel. Yeah, he uh, he hadn't been he hadn't set the woods on fire no. like he. <coughs> excuse me. It did the previous year. He has he has won, but I think his um. <coughs> I just take a little swig of that sprite. You're good.
2: Yeah, his He's son. Been,
3: I was gonna say they've his been putting a lot of focus. Shoe, yeah. They've been putting He's a lot of focus good. on Caden. Uh, and he's doing he's doing really well, but they've been having some bad luck, leading in tear something up, axle yeah. break axle or mm. radiator, you never know. Yeah, that stinks.
0: And then the um, our next guest, Fred Phillips. Yep,
3: I didn't know Fred before he came in. I knew little Fred, but I didn't know big Fred. Yeah, and that was that was I, very entertaining.
1: I enjoyed having. <clears throat> I'm sorry,
2: folks. I'm sitting you over get here. Get that frog in your throat.
1: I'm choking because I see these white fudge Oreos sitting to my right. <laughs> um, I I was shocked that Fred um had finished second so much. Yeah, I, I did ever never really realize that he hadn't won a race and finished second. I'd be choked up too, finish second. I don't
2: know. <laughs> 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 Me too. It's got him in the back of the throat. But Fred,
3: Fred. Little Fred, he's got his hand. He, I know he raced some, but he, he
2: had his hands in setting up a lot of cars, too. Well, it seems like at a lot of these tracks, the setup is is yeah. a lot of it. I mean, not just, okay, okay, well, yeah, you'd have to get the right spring ratio and the right everything, and the, and the driver's got to do the rest. But, I mean, some of these people have the right setups locked in. You guys have – you're the setup man, so you know. Yeah. You know, it, it helps the driver tremendously going out there on the track.
1: You okay, <laughs> Fred? Felt yeah, I'm good. I'm just <laughs> still choking over these Oreos that I'm not going to eat. Let me have them. <laughs> I'll take them home. I got I got a teenager and a wife that would definitely <laughs> no. <laughs> um, like I said, Fred, little Fred. Um, he helped you know Robin Darnell, yep. Jason McDowell. Yep. He's he's got a lot of a lot of knowledge and uh, been right there with his daddy all through the years. So it was a that was a very cool show to have them in here. <clears throat> I'm sorry, my voice. I was going
0: to make it, and then Chuck in a truck. Chuck he's always truck. entertaining. Yes,
1: he's been around forever too. So Chuck in a truck is. Uh, I've got to know him, you know, over the past several years, and he's a he's a special guy. Special. I love that fellow to death. He's um. <clears throat> anytime he walks in a room, we 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 bumped into each other at a funeral last year, year before, and and you know he's, as soon as he spotted me. Didn't recognize me without a hat, but as soon as he <laughs> spotted me, he, he he flew across the room and got to me. And always welcoming, enjoyed his story. Uh, he he's been around racing for what he say he's been part of it for forty, forty five yep. years, or something like that. Because
3: oh, wow. he he flagged at the old uh, Golden Strip Speedway years ago.
1: Mm. So it's he, good to get to see him in a truck every now and then. He's yeah. sitting in the air conditioning instead of that little hot box <laughs> up there on the front straightaway. <laughs> but uh. You know, our next guest that we had, we had uh, Mark Tank Sullivan. Yep, he come in with his dad, and it's Billy Sullivan. Yep, Is that correct? Yep. Um,
0: I really enjoyed hearing his history.
1: I did too. Um, I, I I didn't know a lot about Mark prior to Greenville Pickens. You know, I, when when he started, all I heard was he's a former hot shoe on the dirt and this and that, and didn't know a lot about him. You know, when I first met him, he walked up to me, and you he, he, right off the bat, it was. You know, he shook my hand, my name's Tank, and I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we, we've uh, we've become pretty good friends. We, we talk time to time. He calls and gives me opinions on the show and offers, um, you know, getting guests for us and speaks highly of the show, and we really appreciate him supporting it. And yeah. uh, as much as that, not only as being a guest, but a listener as well. So uh, thank you, Mark. We really appreciate you. Then we had uh Mike Allman. Mike
3: Allman. I didn't know him. That was one of Mark Turner's friends. I think he was uh with
1: the was it UARA or uh or who was he's
3: he was with the INX series now. Yeah.
1: He's yeah. uh he's part of the Legend Cars. He had a he had a deep history, of, you know, yep. been a NASCAR or, or an inspector for that series and a lot of uh back history. He was from, I believe, the, Atlantic, yeah. the Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta area. So he was uh interesting fellow to have on and then we had uh mark blackwell and jackie manley they were giving out their efforts to to save our beloved greenville picking speedway um Mm -hmm. really appreciate their efforts uh and i believe they're still trying to put out for a heck of an effort i was gonna say what's the status on that right now um it's kind of at a null right now Um, I heard a couple of little rumors the other day. I'm not going to care to share them because it's just, you know, I have a bank full of rumors. I can write a book on all these (laughs) rumors. Um, Let's hope something goes down. I know they're having a a meeting uh, sometime this month in the next week or two about something about building the warehouses on the back of the property. But as far as I know, the racetrack in the fairgrounds is not going anywhere. The current owner does not want to race. He does not want to have a weekly show. So, if someone comes in and leases the track, then maybe we'll go back to racing on Saturday nights. Were they still going to have the
2: Christmas light parade and all that stuff out there this like nope. this Christmas or no?
1: Nope, they moved it. <laughs> no, they moved oh. it. Oh, um, I spoke with Anthony Anders last. What uh, not last week? We bumped into him at the Outback, and he was he he was all excited getting his new new facility ready for it, and um. So, the holiday light show um, is what they call it. It's Christmas light show, if you want to yeah. ask me. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to try to be politically correct. Yeah, but, just say it straight. <laughs> but it's over off K-Drive. Uh, he's got a lot going on. I think it's going to be a beautiful little deal he's got over there. The racetrack deal with the light holiday lights last year, um, you know, once you go over there, what you see is what you see. Yeah. You know, so where he's at now, he's going to have, you know, little trails and stuff. And I think it'll probably – be something like the Holly Wild Zoo. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a little more, I don't know, like an exhibit kind of trails and stuff. So, he was excited about it, and I thought I'd give him a little plug while we're here yeah. talking. But uh, good luck with that. I think he's going to have a big deal going on over there. So K-Driving, was it Easley? K-Driving, Easley. Yeah. Right near uh, the, truck or, farm. the truck farm. Yeah, yeah, right up the side of it. You'll see the thousands of cars lined up in that yes. 123. It won't be hard to find. <laughs> And you'll be able to, as you loop around 153 to get to 123, you'll be able to see the lights over to your left as you're looping around to go into Easley, So
3: I heard the commercial today that said that's where the entrance was, right there where 153 and 123
2: come together. Really? Yeah. So I don't know. I had not been through there in a while. Well, they built like six different roundabouts over there, so you can't yep. miss a roundabout. You can't. Yeah, but
1: the only way I would know the entrance would be would be I know that down I behind that dang Rainbow Motel. <laughs> yep. I'm sure it's not open for, bi- for business. The race season ain't open. That's where all the pit lives. Stop. <laughs> Is it a pay by the hour?
0: Stop. Our next guest was uh, Mr. Dennis it's Sutherland. Always-
1: <laughs> Dennis Sutherland. He, um, it was cool to have him in here and to hear his side. I I knew people that was racing with him for his championship in 99. And I finally got to hear Dennis's side of it. And, you know, I thought it was I thought it was a very cool show. Uh, Had Justin in here. Justin's knowledgeable on late model racing. He's got to dabble in some of it. He's been right there with his dad since he was a kid, and it's just you know family oriented. That's that's what I love about racing is is it's all one. You know, all the kids are involved. That's that's cool, and hopefully that's the way local racing stays, and it's not a dying sport like we all think it is. But uh, it was really good to sit down and learn. Learn Dennis's history and uh and uh share share a little bit. He, he what was odd or not odd, but you know, his father in law had a pretty yep. pretty big impact in local racing. a uh, uh, big daddy, so uh, really cool story. Uh, yep. glad to have them on.
3: And I talked to Dennis at the last race at Anderson and he said he might be trying to work something out to put Justin in a car next year. That would so, be cool. Right. Yep. Yeah,
1: Justin got to drive uh Troy's yep. one, one of the yes, cars. he cars. There toward, was it the Shrine race or one of the last few races? And, uh, I really like seeing that, that boy in a car. He, uh, he, 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 he's pretty talented, huh? He's very talented. Mm -hmm. He just, uh, he hasn't got to showcase it. Like, like I feel that he should, I think he's, he's a phenomenal wheel man. He just, uh, he needs, he needs the backing. I mean, like everybody, if you're going to try to do that stuff, but, um, and I know Justin listens, listens pretty loyally as well. And uh, Justin, shave that mustache off, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a skinny <laughs> skinny Ron Jeremy. So you're going to give advice on
2: facial hair when you just grew your beard out? Finally. I'm just lazy and haven't shaved lately.
1: <laughs> it's no shave November. <laughs> yeah. I
2: like it. You need to keep it.
1: <laughs> Too many grays.
2: The gr- Look, I mean, the grays tell a story. Every yeah. one of mine tell a story. Come
1: on. I agree. I can take my hat off and show you the top of my head. That'll tell you a story too. <laughs> I'm bald. <laughs> I won't say that on air. Thank
2: you, Hunter. I have to edit that one. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: had Mister John Finger on. Uh, he was a legend. Man, he in this is area.
1: that guy. He's done everything, raced everything, everywhere. And you know, at his age, he's still. Yep. He called us last week. He's he's really? trying to find. Um. We had had an ARCA car that was here, and it had come from over at the Big Daddy Camp. And there's two of them in the upstate. I think Bill Morgan bought them. I think he bought four or five, but he bought them and got the motors out of them. And uh-huh. done, Bill Morgan done his his uh, throwback car. that is uh, actually the real car. But he got the motors out of one of them. And anyway, they sold, and there's two or three of them around the upstate. And we had one. And John was trying to gather them all up. He wanted all of them to... For his road course cars, he wiped one of his mm. road, course co- road, road course cars out, and I was like, dang. And he's, you know, he's in his 70s, 74, 75. Mm-hmm. So he's pretty, he's, he's still pretty active in it. But I think wow. he also is at, at Greenville Tech or one of the schools around yeah, still kind of keeping kids in, involved in automotive, yeah. you know, and racing and stuff. So that was a pretty cool deal. Uh,
0: our next, so, um, Donovan and
1: Yep. Donovan and Brian.
0: Brian. That was a good show.
2: Yep. Don- That's some interesting dudes right there. <clears throat> interesting, funny. I've gotten a chance to get to know them at the racetrack. Yeah. Um
0: and how about that trophy? That's that was pretty cool. Donovan um brought in his national trophy yeah, we, and it's in our trophy case. We
1: actually displayed Donovan's that crystal trophy up there. That's oh, yeah. Donovan Donovan won the the two thousand fourteen um uh, national championship. Oh NASCAR wow! NASCAR divisional championship for front wheel drive. Nice division. And Brian finished uh, second. And Brian, yeah. Oh, so, wow. and they
3: were back and forth all year long, and they racing the Greenville and Anderson, and it was, that's that was good. But that's when I I was
1: over there pretty heavy. That's when I first started. Yeah, nice. And so, um, uh, you don't beat two them two fellas. They mm-mm. they they when they were doing their front wheel drive. I think they set the bar in front wheel drive racing when they was out and about and. uh Donovan and I have become really good friends over the past year. I love him like a little brother, and he's a he's a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> he is a good dude. I want to do an on-air,
2: on-site location at whatever his field is, because the man says he's got a field full of cars. He's just gonna pull one out and just plug and play. Here we go. I'm gonna tell you what,
1: um, I I don't know. He, you know, he just lives right around the corner from us, and. He pulled that little Honda out from somewhere and, and put his son in it. It was like, Oh my goodness. And he yeah, it's all the time. He'll <laughs> say, Well, I got this car and I got this car, and I'm like, Damn. <laughs> yeah. So he must have every race car that he's ever laid his hands on in his life. He's down in his back forty. Sitting in the backyard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's he's a heck of a wheel man and so is Brian, so it's good to have those folks on. Yeah. Then we had Mister Hotshoe
3: uh Rod Tucker, Rod Tucker, he's still been hot. He's been hot this this year. I think he finished second at Charlotte last week.
0: Just call him Smiley. Yep. He's just always smiling when he was in here.
1: Yes, I I enjoyed him. Uh, fine young man. He he come in and uh, uh, his his car owner. Uh, I don't want to say quit. His car owner retired on him about mid season yep. this year. And and. Uh, I believe his car owner and he are related and um car owner just wanted to spend time with the grandkids and, yeah. and do the family thing. And, you know, Rod respectively understood that. And, and from my understanding, the gentleman sold the cars there was two or three yep. cars and the people who bought them asked Rod to drive them and Rod went right back to winning. So yep. Rod is a, uh, a wheel man for oh, sure. Yeah. Him and, uh, him and Devin Morgan, they uh they're they're two of the upstate hot shoes on dirt right now. It's always good to hear their names at the top of the list on Didn't they race go karts together? They did. When I they, they did it. I believe it was Ultra Max where yeah. where uh Miss Carrie Morgan works. Yes and they, they were house carts for them or whatever. See if we can't get them on a show. Devin and Brian. They would do it. That'd be pretty it's fun. They would definitely do it. Um that's some good dudes right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: yeah know, our next guest is definitely a good dude. I yep. He was my favorite. Um <clears throat> Excuse me. Looking at the Zorios has made me sorry got, You passed
2: it um, on to her. She got the frog in her throat, too. Yeah.
0: I always loved watching you and him race. You guys were just always.
1: Yes, Michael Moat. Yes, Michael Moat. Was our mid-season guest. Um Oh, yes, he's a good one. <laughs> yeah, he is.
2: I'll say, I'll say he's a good dude. <laughs> if Dale says he's a good dude, he's definitely got to be a Love good it. dude.
3: They were f- a few races in 22 at Greenville where he, no doubt, had the fastest car. Mm. But there'd be somebody in front of him that had never won before. He would try his best to let them win.
1: Mm-hmm. Some, oh, wow.
3: Somebody drives out of this shop, he was going to let him win twice. <laughs> And he messed it up. Won't mention but. their names, West <laughs> 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 And
1: you,
3: you know the they had the Lance the Lance George uh, Memorial race or whatever, and he was racing Andy Norris that was in Lance's old car. Yeah, and I think Mike was Michael was faster, but I mean it was a good that was a good race. I am not going to say he let Lance or uh, let uh, Andy Andy win, but I mean it was. Andy did win, but Michael was right there, and it was—I mean, it was good, and it was good—a good win for everybody, a nice. good feel-good moment. So it was—it was it a was good. I mean, he's a good dude. That's so. <laughs> right. <laughs> Michael Moe. Can we get Mode. a bumper sticker with that? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: can have Hunter print them out anytime you need them.
3: <laughs> we give them out mass <laughs> production.
1: <laughs> yes, but Michael Mode, um I've raced door to door with him for 15 yep. laps. I mean, sometimes I'd be on the high side, sometimes I'd be on the inside, and we. We never touched, but once out yep. of those fifteen laps, and that was coming to the checker, he he said I was going to drive that car in as deep as you did, and I sailed that thing off into the gate and or to the third turn gate, and he slid up into me, and we both come out of there sideways and smiling, and um, yep. he uh, I believe he was the first person in victory lane when we when I crawled out of the car, and uh, mm. he's a clean racer, yeah, oh he good is. guy. Yeah. If Michael Mote hits you. It's because you done something stupid yes. to him and deserved it. Yes. Because he does not race that way. He uh so if you ever if you ever look in the mirror and know that he's in the car behind you and he just wailed the heck out of you, you know you done something stupid. And that's just that's how he is. <coughs> Excuse me. And then we had Roger Alltop. Yep. and uh Jamie and Michael. They they were in with us. Um i learned a lot about roger i I said it several times on the show you know i've known roger for a long time and uh didn't know roger i i had been hearing all of these wins and all this that he done and i was like i i I wasn't aware of all that i just i just knew him as jamie and michael's daddy and we we spoke in passing and cut up and talked junk to each other but to sit down one-on-one and talk um i had a new respect for him uh I think a lot of Roger, he's a, he's a, (laughs) I'm not not saying it this time.
3: Yeah. I've been watching him race from Anderson from back in the seventies and
1: eighties. I mean, he was, he was good. Yeah. I, I was, I was shocked. I mean, he's local dirt track racing. He goes NASCAR cup racing. He was on the Bernstein team here. King racing with Lee McCall, uh, and Larry McReynolds and, uh, I think one of the Bodines, or Rudd drove for him. Yep. But uh, it was very cool to listen to everything Roger said, and uh, I, I just loved hearing it. And uh, while while we're mentioning Roger, I want you guys to always you, you lay down at night and keep keep Roger in your mind, your thoughts and prayers. Uh-huh. Uh, he's going through some stuff, and uh, we want to we want to always keep him in our thoughts and prayers. Well, we got the
2: track track chaplain with us. He can definitely. Yep. Uh, us too as well.
1: Good family, good reputation right there. Yes, they are. They uh you know, and, and like Jamie, I had a friend that always called him the fat kid in eighty car <laughs> is what, what he was always called. But um Jamie and I we always had a good respect you know, with each other. Uh, never really had any bad ill will words or anything. Uh, always always had fun racing. We we wrinkled some fenders on the track together for sure. And uh his 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 big little brother Michael. <laughs> He's uh Big Top's been a good friend of mine for a long time and uh, thank the world of those boys. So I was I was uh excited when they when they all agreed to come on and like I said, I got to learn a little bit about Mr. All Top. So uh the next one we had uh I believe Brian and Ramey lined him up for us. We had T J and Tim Lawless. And uh that was Super fun to sit down and listen to Tim. Tim is, uh, if you see Tim, uh, he's a big old burly looking dude. You think you going to get your tail whooped, yep. but old Tim put you on, put his arm around your neck and say, come here, boy. You know, he's, yeah, he's a good country fellow and, uh, he, he's probably one of the hardest racers that, uh, I've ever seen. I mean, he's given his race truck, car, whatever he's driving, uh, a uh, hundred and fifty percent every lap from lap one to lap whatever they run he's he's you know all up on the wheel and uh tj his son you know he come in yep. and he talked with us a little bit he they were points battling for uh yep. well tj won
3: yes he, he won he, that went the uh limited in championship the, in the uh, southeast super uh, southeast limited late models that was that, that was
1: pretty cool so yep. we, we got us a Got us a champion that come on the show this year. That's or, right. So, uh, congratulations, TJ, and uh, thank you and your dad for coming on with us. And uh, our next guest, uh, myself and Crystal bumped into him a few weeks ago out at Quaker Steak, our favorite place to go eat steaks. Um, Donnie Lockaby. Donnie, uh, yeah, he <laughs> is. <laughs> Anybody that knows Donnie Lockerbie knows uh, you're going to have a good time when he's around because he's a freaking nut and always got something crazy to say. and He's a super, super, super good guy. <laughs> that was a good show. I wish I would have been here for that one. He, yeah. he's a, He owns a, uh, and I meant to write it down, he owns a um, moonshine distillery over in Taylor's. Yep. And uh, we're gonna have to go pay him a visit. I'm not a big, I'm not a big drinker, but we might go over there and try a few, few uh, samples a of his shine sampler. Yeah, yeah.
0: Why is everybody looking at me? Because <laughs>
1: they know that you'll black my eye. <laughs> she be the DD. <laughs> yeah, no. If I if I drink one, she drinks too. I'm gonna show him. <laughs> I'm on a
0: diet. I don't drink anymore.
1: Oh, that's good to hear. Let's go tomorrow. <laughs> Bye. Got a good day. Go to celebrate tomorrow. Got a good day to coming up. Break out the Oreos. Yeah, that's right. Mars your birthday. birthday. Yeah.
0: That's right. So I'm fifty years old.
1: You can't years. count, honey. Forty nine. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I keep track of
2: Because you asked so many people about their age whenever I was prepping for all of
1: this. Yeah. Oh, so that's good. You already knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't dig anybody. Next year, I'm gonna see how much all of them weigh. Hey, how much you weigh? <laughs> <laughs> how tall are you? What's your shoe size? <laughs> yeah. there you go. Just throw a random questions to kind of throw them off a
2: little how bit. Going, what is this guy doing? <laughs> What's your hat size? Yeah.
0: Um, um, speaking of, it's time for a commercial break. Yes.
1: If you've been driving around town and got into a little fender bender and now you need your car repaired, look no further. Go talk to Blake Jeter at Powdersville Collision Repair, located at 415 Three Bridges Road in Powdersville. He specializes in insurance and auto body repairs. That address again is 415 Three Bridges Road in Powdersville. Check out Powdersville Collision Repair and, and tell Blake the guys from a Checkered Pass podcast sent you.
2: All right, welcome back to a Checker Pass podcast. Going to hit one of our other key sponsors for the show here. Hall's all hands on deck. Robert Hall is the owner. And I got to tell you, I had a personal experience, professional experience with them in the last couple of weeks. Um, I do roofing. Uh, I don't do a lot of painting and plumbing and all that stuff. But but Mr. Robert Hall stepped in for one of my clients. He did a great job. They had a leak coming in from a huge window Above their front door, I have no idea about that. So I, I referred Mister Robert Hall and Hall Hands On Deck to the client. Um, they stepped in. They worked on the weekend. They got it sealed up, painted up, looked good. Client was so happy that they went ahead and uh, went to their dormers as well and had the same, uh, same. Uh, situation with them so they got everything situated they do everything uh from painting plumbing pressure washing remodeling deck repair no job is too big or too small for them all all hands on deck robert hall 864-213-7502 that's 864-213-7502 key sponsor for this show in their good hands uh for all of us so Appreciate all of their their help, and we're moving on with our next
3: guest. Mr. Daryl Cubbertson was next. Oh, that's a good one too.
0: I was going to say that. Um, kind of piggybacking off of um, Hall's all hands on deck, gun. It's it's cool to see that he liked he liked the logo that Mr. Hunter designed for him. So that was pretty cool. So not only is he a sponsor of the show, he's also kind of spreading the word about Hunter's design. We just um, have work. to make so sure we get him to. That's come pretty to us cool for
1: his decal needs. Well, I mean, you can do it here. You sure have
2: the machine right there that can get it done, get it knocked out. Absolutely, we can do it.
0: Mr. Daryl Culverton, he, yes. um, I enjoyed him.
1: I did, Daryl. Um, he come on. Daryl's had a. Daryl lost his son here. I believe it was three years ago. Yep. Here in the past, the anniversary was in the past few months. Uh, and I did the funeral. For really? It. Yep. I did first one ever first I helped with Joe Satterfields, but I did, uh, Michael Culbertson's. I never knew that. Um, Daryl and I have become friends, um, through the years. He, we've always talked, you know, been passing at the races, but, um, I talk to Daryl. If I don't talk to him once a month or twice, every couple of weeks, I talk to him at least once a month. And, uh, I enjoyed him coming on here and telling us his story. Uh wow, he's had a he had a lot of yeah, yep. <laughs> things going on throughout his career and and uh <coughs> pretty successful. Yep, he was uh,
3: he was good. I mean, he was he was very successful and uh, determined and focused
1: everything he'd done. And the car that that he won his championship with uh in 2018 at Greenville. Um which was a former car of ours, which we, we have bought back. So, um, is that I, the one I posted the picture of? Yes. Oh, yes. It's that really? car, it's that car right there. Really?
0: And he's pointing at the the 00. Double, zero. With double zero checker yeah. flag.
1: That thing looks cool. I'm, uh, we're in the process of getting a you know, body put on it and painted. Uh, I'm doing a very special throwback this year to, uh, one of our local racing heroes and uh I've put pictures of it out there but I'm gonna do a throwback to Marty Ward's sportsman car. Yeah. Uh, neon Orange ninety seven. And uh I want I want Jacob Ward to be proud of it when we get done so I'm uh, pretty excited about having that car back and uh yeah to put it out there. But um
0: I knew you wouldn't retired.
1: <laughs> I'm retard. I mean re I <laughs> uh, something re I'm country retard. <laughs> Uh, no, I said I was tired, not retired. Okay. Yeah, that's what it was. You misunderstood.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and then our next guest, Mr. Rob Horton.
1: Rob Horton. Man, that cat's a nut. Yes. A great episode. That was, uh, that cat's a nut. And I got to talk to his dad during that show. And sorry, Rob, I'm going to talk about your dad a minute. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of Mr. Bob Horton. So when I got to talk to Bob Horton, it's been probably 15 years since i
2: that was the one that he called in didn't he He on the phone call yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: i got to talk to bob and that was sorry rob that was a highlight man i I always (laughs) thought your dad was cool your dad (laughs) always done me right and uh when he called that was that was pretty special that was that was pretty special to me i i thought i I thought it was uh neat but um loved hearing rob's story uh and and with rob too the car that we bought from daryl Rob drove it a you know, a season or so, so he he's got some seat time in that car as well. So it's crazy. These cars just pimped out and come back home after so many years.
0: <laughs> I think our next guest I think it's pretty cool what he did for you. It's yes. in our trophy case as well.
1: Our next guest uh never had we, we, we built a throwback car to my grandfather's uh fifty five it was actually a fifty seven Chevrolet, but we done it as a fifty five. But, um, Chris Francis, he, he drew a picture up there in my trophy case of, um, of my grandpa's car. And I had no idea. I knew that he could, I knew he was talented, his painting, and he he does good, awesome flame works on, on painting cars and everything. Yeah. I had no idea he'd done stuff like that. And, um. It's pretty impressive. You know, that's, uh, I've got two things in that trophy case up there that's special to me. And, uh. That's the that's the second one. Um having my grandfather's trophy that he got from uh Golden Strip Speedway was one and then, then for Chris to have brought me that drawing is my number two favorite that's thing cool. in there and uh I cherish that thing and I appreciate him doing that for me. But um to hear his story, I mean he Yeah. He has been racing, you know, since he was knee high to a grasshopper, I guess you could say, and uh he uh, he met his I, I believe he married his childhood sweetheart and a high school sweetheart. And uh, it was just cool. Like I told him, I, I've told a lot of them through this several times in the show that, um, you know, we all know each other at the racetrack, but we don't know a lot about each other away yeah. from the racetrack. So to get to come in and hear what got everybody started and everything, that's uh, that's special to me. I, I really love, you know, that part of this show. Was Chris the one where his wife wanted to race or she did race? I had
2: notes on that one that I thought maybe that was the one where because there was a couple where the wife
1: Tim wanted Lollis. to race. Lollis. Tim Lawless's wife, yeah, okay. Tim Lawless's wife, and uh, she was pretty eager to drive, from what my understanding. <laughs> yeah, Crystal don't want to race, does she? Yeah. The sheriff. The sheriff does. Yeah. Nope. Oh man, I'm not gonna have my biscuit
2: making hands hurt. You're gonna have to change that number to a five zero on the side. <laughs> the sheriff's coming into town.
0: <laughs> um our next guest, I think we we got a lot of. Episode time yep. from him. The definitely.
1: only two time. Oh, two Dombrowski. episodes. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: Does anybody want to guess just just how long
2: the, the air time was on both mm-hmm. episodes combined?
1: I'd say three uh, hours, 45 say, five minutes. No, 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 no. Five, I, five I, hours. Was it? Was it five? five?
3: Hours. five and he hours. still had stories left.
2: He still had <laughs>
0: stories.
3: That, man,
2: that man just, <laughs> Dang right. you didn't even have to ask him any questions. I yeah. mean, he just—he's
0: a natural storyteller. Yeah, story just killer. he sat
2: in this chair that I'm sitting in right now. He just sat Laid here it all out. and he folded a couple of pictures every once in a while. <laughs> he kind of like ran the car a little bit, and then he just sitting there talking to you, like you just—I got this, and I got this, yeah. and I got this. Like, I mean, just full of knowledge and
1: detailed stories too. Yeah. Yes. And, and um, I, I really enjoyed hearing that. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, me too. Because, oh yeah, I'm really good friends with his little brother Zach, so. You know, I I knew Ryan and knew him in passing, but to sit down and listen to everything, and then, and then he got to telling some stories about his stepdad, Big Steve, which is Yep, Zach's dad. Um, Big Steve was a special man to everybody at the Greenville Pick and Speedway that ever come in contact with him. So, hearing a couple little stories and insight on him too was was neat. But Ryan was Ryan made our job easier because it was like, oh yeah. It was like, here's the mic, go. And yep. he was. And he, he was, did. Yeah, he was off to the right. I sat
2: there and wrote notes down. I'm like, I'm going to come back and ask him about that.
1: Nope, we're we're four stories deep already. We're not going to go answered, back. Well, he yeah. answered a lot of it,
4: too.
1: Yeah, you four stories deep and an hour later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> he, uh, like I say, a lot of times the, the guys come in and we'll greet them and chit chat and kind of warm up to them out in the shop. And guys won't come in and talk to us in here like they do out there. Yep. But Ryan.
0: You didn't Oh he
1: did. You didn't have to throw him in the microwave and heat him <laughs> up. He was hot when he got here and he was ready. <laughs> really enjoyed him.
0: Our next guest, he's he's pretty cool to have a different yep. different
1: I love this just because uh, it was just it was straight line racing. Scotty Cannon. That was uh <laughs> That was a
0: good show.
1: It was different. Um I'm gonna be honest with you, I was I was intimidated when when Scotty come because uh, I hear, I hear all kinds of stories, you know, he's this and he's that. And mm-hmm. he was, uh, he was very cool. I he, didn't. He just old country boy. Yeah. yeah. This just
2: like us. He was one that I did the most research on. And I know, you know, you're supposed to feel intimidated with you, you know, you got a champion and you got track champion and this, that, and the other. He, he broke the, 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 the all different records. He was inducted into the hall of fame. But I was I was so interested and so looking forward to meeting him mm-hmm. and then just for him to walk in with that demeanor, that low key, you know, Hey, what's up? Hey, yep. how you doing? Hey hey Dale, how you doing? Hey Crystal, yeah. how you doing? Let's just like like we're just part of, you know, we we were friends. Yeah, like somebody he
1: sees every day.
2: Yeah.
0: And, and He then, was a good
2: dude. <laughs> he was yeah. a good dude. He jumped back in a car. Did you see he, his post? Um, yeah. I, I I sent it to you. Uh, he jumped back in a in a drag car over the weekend or a couple of weeks ago, something like that. So that was, I'm very happy to
1: see that. That was neat. And I, uh, you know, it's it's like riding a bicycle. You just don't forget. So I know he I know he's got back problems and stuff like that. So yeah. it's probably tough on him. But- and our next guest was a flop. He didn't really have a whole lot to say. I
0: think our next guest was probably my very he's favorite. A, he's guest. a good guy, too. Um I really really enjoyed putting him on the yeah, spot. Yeah, I want to have times. to
2: hear another story from from that guest. I'm talking about Dale. <laughs>
0: Are we talking about, talking um, about Steve? Well, Mr. Dale was Steve. on the, <laughs>
3: Dale was on there too? I Dale thought you were talking about Dale,
2: <laughs> Talk, talking was, up Dale. I was deflecting the. It was
1: a Dale Focus. and a Steve show, the Dale and Steve.
0: I didn't really interview Mister Dale. Steve didn't let me.
1: No, I got Dale notes. has been around racing forever and and has seen a lot of cool and things. I've seen and some stuff. It oh, was it was man. pretty
0: cool. I heard some things that I was not aware of. And
1: yeah, you actually
0: around. raced a yeah. car. Yep.
1: Being around bullet caps and, Yep. that and, was an experience. Built a car. Yep, we built a yeah.
3: car
2: from sticks of metal and <laughs> he raced one metal. You raced one time, one right? One time. I I wrote that down. Pipson. All right, the game worded thing. <laughs> <laughs> right, thing. Yep. You wanna you wanna We went t- you wanna tell that story? First time again?
3: first time we went camping, my daddy went and bought tents and everything. We didn't know where to go. So we just rode down eighty five to eighty four. <laughs> took a left, went down there to the <laughs> to the picnic area. Set the tent up, set the chairs up, set the table up, got everything set up. We were down there swimming. You're coming to Game Board. He said, What are y'all doing? Daddy said, We camping. He said, Not here, you ain't. <laughs> so <laughs> he said, I he said, What do you mean? He said, You can't camp here. This is the picnic area. It's not a campground. So he said, Tear it, take your tent down. He said, Okay. So we started tearing it down slowly in by the time we were getting close to being done, the game warden left. So, as soon as he got out of sight, my daddy said, all right, boys, put her back up. So, we put it back up again, and we went back to doing what we were doing. No problem. And a lot, almost dark, the game warden come back around. He said, I thought I told you all to take this down. And my daddy said, well, we, we were, but we just – we liked it right here, so we didn't want to. We didn't want to take it down. He said, "Well, you can't stay here." He said, "Well, it's dark now. We can't move now." He said, "Well, dang it." He said, "All right, y'all stay right here tonight, but to come first daylight, you better get this stuff up and get out of here."
2: So that so. story tickled me so much because Dale, you the track chaplain, and you got a checkered pass with the game. <laughs> well, let me. I tell love you. that so much. man. Well,
3: this past Saturday at at, uh, at uh, Martinsville. We had pit passes. we did, And we went out the gate and go to go back into the uh, – we wanted to go in the stands because we couldn't see nothing because you can't see nothing from the pits. Yeah. So we went out there and I asked one of the ladies, said, can we go sit in the stands? She said, you have to buy a ticket. So I told Joey and Todd that was with me, I said, come on, let's go back in and we'll go up on the uh, front stretch whenever the driver introductions. I said, they'll open that gate under that flag stand. <laughs> he said, you think so? I said, they always do. So, we stood right there and we kept watching and pe- kept seeing people going. But you had to jump over the south wall. Mm-hmm. You had to jump over the south wall down into a hole about four foot by two foot. And that was about three and a half foot tall. You had to jump over in there. Oh, my goodness. And then they had the fence was about waist high. That down, so you had to get down and go up under that. And we just, I said, Come on, boys, follow me. So we just got on in there, and went right on, went right on, unhooked the chain, and went right through like we were. So you got that in-
2: insider information. You got it, boy. Yep.
3: And uh, one of the boys, he said, Dang, he said, you the track chaplain. He <laughs>
4: <knew him>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, <man.
3: laughs>
1: I wonder if he was in that truck that knocked the lights out of Asheville Speech. Might have been. Might
0: have been. Never know. So,
3: he said, well, what are we going to do? I said, we can go till they stop us. I said, if they don't stop us, we're good to go. That's See, right.
2: That's what I tell my wife. You don't know if you don't ask. Exactly. You don't know if you don't get there. All they can do is tell you no. Like, okay, we'll, we'll go back. All right, well, the other guest that night. Mr. Steve Guthrie, he's a good dude. Yeah, it, maybe. <laughs> I'm about for him. All right, so I want you to recap one of these stories here for us. <laughs> I know we got to get going, but recap the one story that um, bell bottoms are not your thing, <laughs> but camo is what did it for you. <laughs> so you you done you done ding dong dash the first date because she was wearing
1: bell bottoms, yeah. and then and then.
0: they were in style at the time. Go for there.
1: I like the way them camos fit her booty <laughs> at the car wash. <laughs> why are you blushing, Sheriff? I'm not blushing. That's why we need cameras in here. <laughs> <laughs> she never knows.
0: I never know. First
1: date might have never happened.
0: Look, he knows. Pop it down because <laughs> you don't want me to go overboard.
2: Lord, I apologize. Maybe we need to make her a guest one day. Yep. Ooh. All three of us can ask some questions. Ooh. Really oh, I
0: don't know. You're, you're a, you used to be a policeman. You, you got like the. <laughs> you have interrogation uh, skills. I've yeah. got
2: questions written down for all three of y'all, but we didn't get to it the one night. So, oh what,
0: yeah. What question, what you want to know?
2: Listen, this show's already run along. I can't get into it. <laughs> Thanks.
1: <laughs> Who's next?
0: Um, I can tell you a, a short story about Steve when we first got married. Talk about me. He used to get mad because I would beat his butt on the PlayStation playing football. Um, I mean, like throw the controller. I throw that Joker out right in the front yard. Yeah, heart. y'all just have no <laughs> idea. It's like I told you, I I know a little bit about football. Um,
1: on the Michael Dean.
0: Well, <laughs> Michael Dean wasn't our only guest right, tonight. Had the young guns we on had here. The young guns.
2: Yes, Hunter, Peyton, Katie
1: Lynn. Reagan, Reagan, Reagan. Spencer. 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 that's right. And those are all good kids. (laughs) Yes, they are. (laughs) I know because I know their parents really good. (laughs) That's right. Um, yeah, my little buddy Michael Dean. I call him his name. His nickname's Peck. His legal name is Michael Dean. What's the other nickname you used on the show that
2: night? Um, my little redheaded pygmy. No. Uh, Your
1: little lucky leprechaun. redheaded
0: i
2: text
1: you that. <laughs> that, that boy i if if he could just sit down and give everybody tell everybody the stories of the heck i give him for him to still be my buddy <laughs> he's uh
0: i know you should be ashamed of yourself yeah
1: okay, anyway <laughs> he's a he's he's a really good friend yes he is oh, a yeah. loyal friend um i'm very appreciative of michael dean he uh i helped him with his racing career you know as As far as helping him with his car and setting it up and everything, and uh, he's always been right there by my side. He uh, he was, he was right by my side Saturday when we had to fly back from, from up there in our little, our little adventure from Tri County. He's uh, he he's, he's a special fellow. So uh, well, he uh, won a championship too, didn't he? he? Yes, he did. He won uh, 21 championship I think it was twenty one
0: championships. Mm-hmm. I heard a rumor. I heard he he might be getting another race car. Yeah, oh. I,
1: I heard that the warden has unlocked his sail. <laughs> and he's going to get to go back racing. I like it. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. No. <laughs> no, he's, um, he, t- he got out of racing. He took a little time off. Yeah. Um, he wanted to get things in order. And, uh, just the cost of racing with what he was doing. And he's got a five-year-old son he got out of it. And, uh, word is that he's, uh. He's on the market for a car again, so it looks like uh, my little red-headed pygmy is going to be <laughs> back in the car. So if you have any
2: owners that are listening to this show that need a good driver,
1: good dude, talented. Um, <clears throat> don't call him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> call me. <laughs> yeah,
1: you can get her big butt to squeeze through the window. <laughs> well, we're going to have to edit that ta- one. Are we
0: going to talk about squeezing through windows? Because I do have a story. Yeah,
1: This is a racing story. Oh, we were on a date one night, and she needed to use the restroom, and the only place that had lights on in around was the Arby's up here, and I knew folks in there, so they opened the drive through window, and she squeezed in it to go use the restroom one night after hours. True story. Lord have mercy, those things are little. <laughs> them them drive through windows? Yeah. I know I ain't fitting through there. Oh. <laughs> I had to go
0: to the bathroom. I mean, yeah. like I would have probably fit through anything at that time. <laughs>
1: I can't get my big butt off the ground to go through that hole. I could probably go through the hole. I can't get off the ground.
0: <laughs> I think I think they just, they didn't think I was going to do it.
1: Yeah, that was it. <laughs> they was like, yeah, sure, come on. And yeah. all of a sudden she's in.
0: Um, our next guest, Mr. Dylan Crow.
1: Mr. Dylan Crow really enjoyed yep hearing his story, um, hearing his dad. Um, Dylan's a young man now. He's in his 30s and. And uh, I'd hate to think about it, but he's lost both of his parents. And, uh, Dylan, buddy, you always in my thoughts and prayers. Uh, yeah. Uh, greatly appreciate you coming on and telling us a little bit about. I learned a lot about his dad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. The the, the
2: theatrics. It's oh, like the man had it down to a science. The yeah. the, the, the theatrical, The you know, and, and people were either, either there for him or they were there to root against him,
1: but they were there because of him. Yeah. Well. And the thing about Tim Crow was, you know, they were—you either loved him or hated him. And, um, but, but I promise you, when you went to the racetrack the next re- week, rather you loved him or hated him, your thoughts was, "Wonder what that TCI bunch is going to do this week?" Because there was, there was always something he had. Like I say, he showed up as Boss Hog one night, and I mean, just he had stuff going on. They, they kept, they kept butts in the seats. It's just no, no two ways about it. I wish we could have shared some stories about what they had talked about and done at their um their race shop. Oh Lord, I don't think we could have had x rated <laughs> <laughs> podcast. I don't know if it would have it would have been wild. Y'all have to ask him about a story about a fire
0: marshal
2: coming in. We'll leave it at
1: that. <laughs> and
0: on to the next guest,
1: Scotty Too Hottie, Scott yeah. Man. My my crazy cousin talked to him this afternoon.
2: That was a fun. Po- Dale, I well, actually sat in your seat. I'm sorry. Yeah, I meant well, to say that on the podcast. I listened to that one, though. It was good.
0: I have to say, and I'm upset with Miss Angie. She did not come. Um was wanting her to come, too. But that would have been a great segue of oh, the wife's conversation. You
1: and her and me and Angie and Scott all in here. It would have. Oh <laughs> I mean, that might not be a bad future,
2: uh, future podcast, no. having the, the wives <laughs> of the racers coming in.
1: I've had a few. Angie, one of them, wives would reach out. And Daryl's wife was wanting to – they were all wanting to come and do a hey, – Brandy, Francis. Yeah. yeah. That'd be – she'd be a good addition. I don't know if I'd want to – y'all have to find a host. <laughs> Why? I don't know if I'd want to be in no, here for that.
2: No, this would be a Ryan Dombrowski between the three of them. They would just keep it back and <laughs> yeah. forth between each
1: other. Yeah, but most women don't talk about my husband won and I was happy and my no. husband this. It was it, – he didn't pay this bill <laughs> so we could go there. That show yeah, is not yeah, about
2: yeah. the husbands, it's about the wives and what home. they've been
1: through and we've
0: ever done that. I, I mean w- hello.
1: I was home changing diaper. I didn't say you. Okay. Don't read into that. Make sure. I'm just giving examples. Well, one of these one of
2: these uh wives, their their wives actually did work on the car, didn't they? Which one was that? They did the setup, they changed out spark plugs and Angie. Scott's wife. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it
1: was yeah. And so they're yeah. they're a huge part of it. Oh, yeah. she's She's been his rock, I promise yep. you. Scott's a loose cannon, and she's kind of <laughs> tried to guide him. Or he's a dart without feathers, I guess you could say. He's one that his personality from the
2: garage came right in here to the studio, and it didn't change a bit. Like, that oh, was pretty fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, Scott's crazy, and he's crazy when his feet hit the floor, and he's crazy when his feet goes back up in the bed at night. He ain't got no sense.
0: I think you sh- you should try to get Kelly.
1: Oh man, Kelly would be good.
0: Kelly, his brother, um, he, he would probably have some stories.
1: Anytime I see Scott, man, this is exactly what I think. <laughs> Why is
2: it going to be a dude on the couch eating ice cream? Because that's him. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, he'll kill me. God,
4: I back. got, I got,
0: I got some stuff I can send you.
1: <laughs> that's all right. If we ever want any corn dogs, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, moving right along. Pictures. Um
1: Yeah, Scott was fun. Um that was we got to talk about um the night the night that, yeah. the
0: lights went out.
2: Yes. Uh-huh.
1: Um that was New Asheville Speedway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
2: <laughs>
0: was it Roberto?
1: Yes, it was. Oh, yes. All of our uh, all <laughs> of our names. It was Roberto and um Tim is that his name? There, there, there was
2: a Tim. There was about four or five of them in there that night. I
0: only remember Roberto.
1: Heck, I can't remember. I can't even remember my family's name.
0: That was a good story.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, the night the lights went out of the New Asheville Speedway. If you're listening to this show, is the show ending or the season ending episode. We're talking about reviewing all of them. Go listen to the Scott Man episode. Um, it was a... It was pretty good. Uh, we well, had, and they sent a message.
2: Asheville sent a message back down to Greenville, telling them boys not to come back. Yes, Roberto Gentry come back, and <laughs> told
1: them that was it. It's all coming back to me now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was a a, a good show, and uh, folks around the Asheville area would would enjoy hearing that, and probably remember that, and just didn't know who it was that done it, and we don't really know exactly who it was, but we know a few guys that do do know. <laughs> So, our uh, our last show of the season was uh, uh, two guests at one time. It was James Superfly Hudson and Gary Ramsey. Um,
0: that was probably one of my, my most favorite shows, just because they kept us laughing. It was so entertaining.
1: Those guys were a trip.
2: It was two older gentlemen. It sounded like, because I wasn't here for it. Um, Two older gentlemen. They had just had stories and then this one fell off of that one and you bumped me, so I bumped you back. And I remembered four races later I bumped you again because you hit me. Mm-hmm. But they remained friends the entire time. That was like that was the huge storyline with all of that.
1: Well, they were two loyal friends, but from my understanding, Superfly, he, he ruffled feathers all yes. through his career. Yeah. Well, like he said, he said all he
3: cared about was winning. Yeah. Whatever it took, get
1: from get to the front. Yeah. And and I, you know, I get that. I, I mean, I was a Dale Earnhardt fan. That's what he done. He wrecked his own mama to get to the victory lane. So,
0: how cool was it? How he practiced?
1: Yep, that was.
0: That was so cool.
1: Yes, because my dad asked me all the time, or he'll tell me a story about going to the Golden Strip Speedway and talk about a guy that lived up the street yep. that would come down and practice or drive his race car to the track. And I told him, I said, I think that was Superfly <laughs> from what he was telling us. And he said, I'm older than him. I don't know if that was him, but I guarantee you that's who it was. Yeah. So. He was young. He was probably in his, in his teens when he done that. <laughs> yeah, they had dad said he always remembered a, a guy up the street would always drive his race car down there. And he they talked about him practicing during the week. And, you know, he'd drive his car to the track. Yeah. So I mean, I mean he could because yep. his dad was a tow truck driver, yep. right? So that was a that was a very fun show. Um, really enjoyed. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I enjoyed the whole season. Yeah, that was me, too. me too. Yeah. Me um, too. I think I think we got something to build on in the future uh, for sure. We. Uh, you
2: want to talk about the growth for a second here? The growth from starting the show to the to this point right now.
1: Um, I've been blown away at the numbers. I mean, we've, we've, we've had some pretty dang good numbers all season for, for our first season episode or show, um, our, our previous podcast. Um, I think a lot of the followers come over with us, you yeah. know, and, and, and listen, cause there's a lot of folks that wants to hear local upstate racing, you know, and, and, and I've had so many people, and I'm not saying this stuff to pat myself on the back whatsoever. Um,
0: well, I mean, you had almost let's let's just be honest, almost a million people.
1: Yeah, we had almost people a million hits on people the yeah on on our Facebook stuff. We was we was inching right to a million. Yeah. I was blown away from little old Piedmont, <laughs> South Carolina. Right. <laughs>
2: yeah. Right. So, um, I mean, people want to hear the stories. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're, you know, they, they went to the racetrack, they sat in the stands, they knew someone in the pits, they knew the track chapel and they knew something, but they want to hear the inside stories. And that's what you're providing. You're providing that on the show with the, with the content and it's not just asphalt, but dirt and drag, like going to the drag strip and all that. I mean, you're giving people a lot of different race crafts to, to follow with that more so than just NASCAR. Cause there's a billion different episodes that you can watch for that, but who's doing it for local, you know, South Carolina, yep. Yep. Georgia, North Carolina. Like, you know, you're, you're, you're branching out with all of that.
1: And I would like to, <clears throat> I've done it. i keep talking about the former show. I we would do kind of like a race recap. I really didn't want to do that, but I didn't do a lot of local racing this year. I supported a little bit. So I really was kind of out of the loop. I I'd really devoted my time with, with this show and not, local racing so maybe you know maybe next year uh, my boys will be down at anderson speedway racing and i'll be involved heavily down there so maybe we can, we can always recap what they got on but i didn't really want to do what other shows are out in the yeah. state doing and recap and i wanted to i wanted to get out there and get the fans to know the drivers of the past yeah and every now and then we'll throw in a driver of the future kind of like we did with with uh, Spencer and Reagan Darnell and Caitlin Young Moon Guns, yeah. the Young Gun kids. Um, That's a cool thing to have, you know, the youngins. That's that's the future of our sport. So well, We could even spotlight, you know, we can pick a driver
2: or so out, you know, once a month or so that's currently out there on the circuit, you know, bring them in, hey, how's it going, and let's hear about your history. Let's hear what's going on. Yeah.
1: Well, I had thought about, and I'm just saying this off the fly on, on, on air, I had thought about maybe going up to random drivers at the track weekly and saying, hey, let's Mm -hmm. give a few minutes of what you got and and pre-record it and then insert it into the show weekly and just kind of do something like that as well. Oh, yeah. Just uh, be good information on them and their sponsor, like a little
2: sponsor plug too. So, yeah, it's a big deal. I think
0: it's important to hear those voices and to get that history. Um, You know, people, they already know they can go on YouTube, they can Google a lot of things that's happening now. Um, especially with big names in NASCAR. But you know, probably a lot of people didn't know about the Steve Guthrie that left on a Wednesday and didn't get home until Sunday. You know, those those stories there. Yeah,
3: those kind of guys. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um and, and you know, like he said uh, on Scotty Cannon, we could you could research him. But these local drivers you can't you no. can't find exactly. anything. Oh, you just so have to go you, off of what
2: Exactly. Off memory and just what you what you know. I mean, even some of these guys I had to be very specific in in their names yep. and Greenville Racing, you know, I had to be very specific to get them to pop up to get anything any sort of information on them. I can't imagine the 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 younger ones coming up. There's not going to be a whole lot. No, cuz there's not a lot of news coverage on, on no
1: kids nowadays. I mean, this might be their outlet. I mean, this yeah. could could be their outlet. Yeah. Oh, before we get into wrapping everything up, I do want to mention, um, you know, the racing community took a hit this year with yep. with um, three folks that was yep. heavily involved. And there yep. may be more. I, I know three right off the top it would be um, Mad Fan. He'd yep. he done the videotaping for, for Greenville Picking. So, if you go on YouTube right now and watch videos from Greenville in the past 10 years, more than likely you're watching a Mad Fan video. yes. So uh, we lost Mad Fan this season, and then um, everyone knows we lost, you know, our six time champion Marty Ward. Yep. Yeah. And um, uh, well, in last week, uh,
3: Courtney Darnell's dad passed away, Shady Grady. Shady yep. Grady, I love that man, and he was one of the, you know, I don't ask for nobody for nothing. It's racetrack, but he walked up two or three times to me and gave me money. He said, "Here." Help that we help the ministry with that. So, huh. so, but really? he was he was. I worked with him at the post office. So he was a good man, a good dude.
2: That's right. <laughs> he, That's he right. Was, he was. That's right. He was a good dude and a good friend. He's yes. helping the ministry. Yes, yep. sir.
1: And my mind went blank. Um, we lost somebody at the same time. We lost Marty. Right around the same time. Mm-hmm. I can see it. I scroll back on on our <laughs> Facebook page, and as soon as we sign off, you'll. That's yes. right. It was. It was a, I believe, a health issue.
0: He he was on your show, Sherry's.
1: No, Laughlin. We did uh, that. Yeah, one, Mike Laughlin. We, we did lose Mike Laughlin yes. as well. But that was, and and he was he was more than racing mm-hmm. community. Mike Laughlin was yes, he yeah, was. You know, he was NASCAR. He yeah, he 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 was well known, uh, well respected. And when he was, I used to live in Simpsonville, and every Monday morning, I'd go over there
3: and ride by his shop when it was in Simpsonville, yeah. and I'd see all the wrecked cars lined up to go in there to get fixed.
1: <laughs> yeah. I cannot believe my mind has just gone.
0: We um we actually had a special invitation to attend his service. Um but but we I think we were under the weather, so we didn't want to go but we didn't want to, you know, have something. Yeah. We 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 got a special invitation to that.
3: We've all I think me and Steve both have got a lot of irons in the fire with oh. guests, big guests for next year. Oh, yeah. I've got three or four I'm working on. I can't get them to commit, but um, they're pretty close. So then I look forward to all, all well, four of them if I can get them on here. Well, the one I told you about before the show, um, yep, that, that'll that yes, be huge. Yes, I'll work on that one. That's a new
1: one on me, but I will work <laughs> on that one. So yeah. you got five now. Yes, look at you. yes, I do. I know that one. Just Yep. time they're free, yep. you just call me and tell all me right. when to be here, and we'll, we'll come sit down and record <laughs> right. because we'll – Will accommodate them for sure. Um, like I say, I do have a couple, couple of other things I want to hit on, but I'm, <laughs> I'm scrolling back on our Facebook page because my mind has gone completely blank on, on uh, one of the three that I was going to talk about that, that, that passed away. But
2: so we're going to take a little little break between now and, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, but we're still going to be putting content out. Um, still going to be trying to have, have people lined up. Um, we have a sponsor that we'd like to thank right now. He's a new
1: one. They're on board for 2022. Yeah, or they've... Uh, 2022. They, 2024. Yeah, end of 23,
2: They came on. They're, they've been doing a lot of different uh, hats and embroidery and all that that I've seen. Kiwi Outpost... Kiwi Outpost is a great company, great people. They are friends of the show a Checker Pass podcast. Uh, they offer embroidery work and direct printing on shirts as well as koozies, hats, polos, hoodies, and t-shirts. We are getting into hoodie weather right now. Um, I got a pullover, and a, a, a nice hoodie at home that uh, keeps me nice and warm. So you're going to want to get them to take care of all your, your apparel. Give them a call at 864-436-4004. Tell them that you heard about them on the Checkered Pass podcast. A Checkered Pass
1: podcast guy sent you Kia we Outpost. That's uh, Jared Crowley, and uh, he has a partner. My, my mind is going drew a blank. There's me, some you know? good dudes out there. Yep. They're good yes. friends of the they show. Are. They are and they will if you need a hat, you know, if you just want one hat with your race car number on it, or if you want fifty or or T shirt or whatever, they they can they'll get right on it and I mean they they get you done in a timely manner. Um Red Ables. That's right. That's right. Was another gentleman that we lost over this season. He was uh he was a legend in our area. Yep. He Red put on some good good racing through his years. Um thoughts and prayers are with those families yeah. through the holidays. Um, I have one more sponsor that we're gonna announce for twenty twenty four. It's gonna be brief because I have it and I'm still waiting on a, on a, everything, but it's priceless cargo. Yep. It's yep. a driver training school.
2: Oh, yep. we know a little bit about them, don't we? Yes. yes.
0: <laughs> um, Hunter and Taylor both went through yep. there and they're amazing.
2: Hunter, Taylor. I did Uh, a roof inspection this week that had uh, that name on the back of a truck. (laughs) Yep.
3: Magnum Tate,
1: uh, Devin Kelly, uh, Reagan Dornale. And I'm I'm here to tell you I know that lady that owns that, and she is a very special lady, and um, she will take care of your kids. That's right. Um, So – don't forget about them, and we're happy to have her on board this year. There's Our, a lot of them. parents that I've heard of that that don't want
2: to learn or yep. don't want to teach their kids. Yes, they're a little bit afraid. There's a little bit of animosity that you know their kids aren't listening. You need a third party to step in, so third party, you know, can step in and teach them how to drive and yep. and and all the you know all the safety hazards and how to pass the the driving test and all of that. So yep, and well, and her name of her company is
3: Priceless Cargo. Priceless she, she Cargo. She tells the parents when they're with her. They are her kids. That's she right. said, and I'll treat them just like they are my kids. Amen. So, she did, too. My my kids adore Miss Marie. I know. Uh, mm-hmm. Taylor, I don't know what, I don't know. And Marie said she don't know what she done, but said, Taylor, come out of her shell. She did. So I
1: don't. And Marie said she don't know what she did. She sure did. That girl, I'm going to tell you what, she's a handful now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but if you, if you want to, you know, if you don't have the extra time and, to, to spend with your child to teach them to drive, or if you're just impatient and and don't want to teach them, or however, give Marie oh give Marie a chance over at priceless cargo. Yeah. Give her a uh, call eight
3: six four six seven one zero one five six.
0: And you um could save some money on your insurance. That's right.
3: You until they're twenty five years old. Mm-hmm. It'll pay. It'll they'll save enough every year to pay for the class. Yep. Until her twenty-five Hold on, these years. These parents away. are writing this down
2: again. Give yep. them that phone number again: eight <laughs> six
3: four six seven one zero one five six. school dot com.
2: There you go.
1: He sounds like he's done this before.
3: Yes, I it have. does. <laughs> <I have>. uh, <laughs> avoid the arguments.
2: Avoid everything. Just give I, I ask her.
3: Did she want to do a recording or whatever? And she said she would like Taylor to do it if she would. Oh, okay. So that would
1: be cool. That yep. would be cool. That would be more so, personable. Yep,
3: it would, and she could
1: give her home personal story Hello. or or whatever so that's oh yeah that's a good idea that's a very good idea um yes uh, that that was two of our sponsors going into 2024 I would like to thank all of our sponsors that have been here through 2023 to me I hope we have fulfilled everything that, that you know we had set out to for all of our sponsors um they're greatly appreciated on every bit of the contribution yeah. they had um double All injury loggers is the studios named after it um, it's presented by Auto Bank RV Sales and Services. Uh, Matthew Morgan, he's a really good friend of mine. Uh, he 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 helps me out when he he grabs the bull by the horns every now yeah. and be like, hey, you can't do that. But if you you're looking for a newer, used pre-owned car, um, look up Matthew Morgan. They're over off Points at Highway. He will hook you up. Jake uh, Blake Jeter over here at Powdersville Collision. Um uh powdersville collision here off of powdersville maine they uh specialize in all of your collision needs uh give you a uh what you call them things an <laughs> estimate, an estimate. <laughs> God. i i hadn't had enough oreos tonight <laughs> recharge my battery but blake and his staff they will happily get to you and get your car back looking you again they do some fantastic work um one of our bigger sponsors that I don't give enough recognition to on the podcast show, but I give a lot of it on the, on the Facebook page is Ken's Graden. Um, that's my dad. He provides this building and the power for us to, to, to hold this podcast and, Stay out here late in the evenings doing what we're doing. So, um, uh, is he a good dude? <laughs> he is a real good dude. He's a crazy
3: dude.
1: <laughs> yes, that was it. That's a debatable on the good dude thing. <laughs> no, my dad's my best friend. Um, he's my dad, my wife, and my kids. That's all I got in life. And, uh, I don't get any better. I don't give him enough credit for everything he does. Yeah. For the show. And, uh, I want to thank, you know, Ken, like I say, Ken's grading. He's, uh, He's well-known around the area as two assholes in a backhoe. (laughs) So uh, we specialize in digging swimming pools. Hunter, you need the dump button on that one. (laughs) (laughs) We specialize in digging in-ground swimming pools, but we do grading uh, driveways, buildings, um, you name it, land clearing. uh, Cut out for retaining walls. We do anything to make a dollar. So uh, if you need anything, keep him in mind. Ken's grading. Check him out on Facebook. Also Jeans Alternator and Starter, if uh you have any alternator or starter needs. Uh Kenneth Edden, uh multiple time truck series, Southeast tr- super truck series champion, uh Greenville Pickens tra- Champion, Anderson Speedway. Um uh, if you if you need any any alternator or starter problems if y'all have it, go go give go give them a call. Uh, thank them for coming on board. Uh also, I'd like to thank that crazy Robert Hall. that hauls all hands <laughs> yep. on deck. Whoa, mm-hmm.
2: racing! Yep,
1: <laughs> he's probably absolutely the craziest rascal I know. But when it comes to uh, getting the job done and and taking care of you know your needs, he's a good
0: dude.
3: He, he is. He <laughs> took, he's a good. Dude. He took care of my mama and done some painting and some pressure washing and everything. And and she spoiled them, giving them fried apple pies and oh just my lord, all kinds of stuff.
1: I'm going to have to go to work with Robert. And go Let me go some. put her
2: roof on. Let me get a fried apple pie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. Wow. Um, yes, like I say, Robert, um, he, he's one of the hardest working guys I think I've ever seen. That joker, he, he'll work seven days a week, all hours of the day. You, you just call him, and he's there. He, yeah. You know, super hard worker. Uh, and, again, Kiwi's outpost. You know, embroidery hats, shirts, screen print. They they do all. You know, just just check them out. They they uh, do fabulous work. They've done our T shirts here and got us some hats and all. They they do some awesome stuff. And uh, Maccabee Painting, Benji Maccabee. he uh, do a little pressure washing around the house, uh, painting inside outside, um, commercial residential. He gets the job done. Thirty years experience. He got a, a
3: he had a video. He got a big house. Renovation going mm-hmm. on, and he he bought uh, pressure washed it yesterday, uh, or day before yesterday, and he's been getting he been, he had one a day showing what is something like what yeah likely. he does you know kind of sort of yeah but he don't give a devotion or you know <laughs> nothing so but he's he's got it showing the progress so that's going to be interesting to watch that process go check
2: him out on I I, I, I yep. follow him on Facebook yep. yep
1: they they have a lot of good stuff going on that's Mackabee Painting mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. check them out they uh. They've, uh, they've all been a big contribution to to, to Checker Pass podcast this season. And uh, and you're talking about Robert and, and Jennifer. They're getting
3: married April the 20th. I'm doing that wedding. And I guarantee you that will be an entertaining entertaining event. Man, I'm going to have to invite <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! myself.
1: <laughs> I think I'm just going to show up. Just show up. <laughs> yeah, you didn't invite me, but I had to see this. <laughs> Crashing
3: a yeah, I'll, I'll invite you. You'll you be my guest. <laughs> plus one. There you yeah. go.
1: Yeah. We'll do the podcast live from their wedding. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh Lord, good God! I could, um, <laughs> Oh man, we our ratings would go through the roof. Um, but we've rattled on enough. My wife's giving me the You're eyes. Gonna say the
2: sheriff's saying wrap it up. Yep. Yes. Well, um,
3: anybody out there, if you have any anything you don't like about this show, let us know. If you have anything you do like, let us know. And if you have any connections of any drivers that you would like
1: to hear on this show, let us know. Yes, please. So. Messages. On the Facebook page, or email us through the Facebook, or whatever, uh, get in touch with us. We, we're always expanding our list. I've got a, I've got probably 250 people still listed that I can, you know, reach out to. But I'm always looking for phone numbers and ways to get in touch with them. But yes, I mean, we want to. We, we've got enough to keep this show going for a few more years. So that's right. But uh, anybody, any anybody, we want to hear from if they're in the Upstate and have a big part of racing. So um thank you guys for such an awesome season can't thank you all enough and uh stay tuned to our page we might we might accidentally pop in and have a a surprise show one week we don't ever know but uh right now this is our final recording for 2023 and um stay tuned uh for things happening in 2024 and thank you and thank you dale and heath for coming on and thank you crystal for allowing me to uh Do what I love doing and talking racing.